Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, that's what's unfair. I may have I may have been my mind about me for is, is your is your book for sale about? Yes. I'm not sure. I just go and try and do a better job. Let me tell you. 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 Say it like you mean it. This is my body. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 94. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. So, um, <clears throat> took a little bit of a break. I feel like I'm out of focus. Am I out of focus? I don't know. Let me scoot up a little bit. There we go. Uh, <laughs> um, took a break over the holidays, so it's nice to be back uh, behind the camera, behind the microphone, um, doing what I do here. Uh, dropped a couple of podcasts uh, just the last couple of days. Some Master's Dog stuff, uh, unsolicited for Kirk Kennedy's album. In fact, we're going to talk a little bit about him and a part of that album today um, as we get into the um, podcast and, and what we're going to talk about today. So, dropped a few podcasts over the last few days. Um, really am happy to be back uh, behind the mic doing what I do, and uh, so there was a lot of stuff. I almost I almost got sidetracked by yesterday's opening. You may have seen it. You've probably seen it. If you're on social media, you've seen it start to make the rounds. I've posted quite a bit. <clears throat> I have decided to uh, make myself a, a, uh, a troll for Representative Cleaver who is apparently, um, he's the dude that apparently has a Masters of Divinity from some theological place somewhere, uh, whatever you want to call it, and uh, has been a United Methodist pastor for 37 years, and yet this is the dude that's going to end a prayer, not only by invoking the name of Brahman, which is like the all-encompassing Hindu god, and the god known by many names, um, but he's going to end his prayer with a man and a woman. So, um, I don't even have anything. I'm just, some of the dumbest stuff I've ever seen in my life. All right. Look, if you don't want to be a Christian pastor, if you want to be, uh, all inclusive and what, go be a, a Hindu. If you want to invoke Brahman and the God known by many names, and then just use nonsensical words like a woman as if a man is somehow gendered and a woman, I mean, it's childish, it's immature, it's ridiculous, and it's dumb, and it's stupid, and I think I'm repeating myself at this point. I mean, just 2021 has started off with just doubling down on the stupidity of 2020. So, buckle up, y'all, because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Um, yeah. So, but that is uh, an, kind of a segue into what I want to talk about today. Um, words and meanings of words and what is a word and, and, and where do they, you know, I mean, we can get into all the kinds of etymology and all the stuff about words. Um, we can just go all Big Bang Theory and get irritating by breaking down the, the words, but, um, 
I mean, words have meanings, and words uh, apparently not anymore. Um, I'm fully in, uh, expecting a woman to show up anytime in the next week in uh, Webster's Dictionary as something that is really a word, which it's not. But so, but I did want to talk a little bit about uh, a very um, polarizing, very controversial word uh, today. So um, just heads up, language warning, there's going to be uh, usage of, of some foul language and stuff like that throughout the video today um, in context uh, for a purpose, and we'll get to that. But uh, today I want to talk about the N-word. It's come up a little bit recently in the news, um, actually quite a bit over the last... Uh, I mean, as I was starting to go back and look, I mean, it's, it's, hasn't been, it's been a news story that I just, I guess it just kind of hit my, uh, sphere, um, recently. Uh, but it's, uh, apparently it's been going on for, for quite some time, some issues. Well, I mean, we all know there's been issues with the word for, for quite some time, whether or not who can use it, why we use it, um, why would we use it, and so on, right? I mean, it's if you're a hip hop head like I am, and you're into hip hop and you're into um, that kind of music and the culture and so on, you're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it all the time. So apparently, early 1990 or 2019, uh, people were had made this and were sending it around as a as a joke um, for some reason that giving people an N word pass. You know, you can you can use the N word. You can use the N. You know, giving permission. I'm, I'm like, I could see this being something that that would go around like Facebook or something and being posted and and with like a caption of, uh, you know, go ahead, white boy. <laughs> you know, use it. Um, I learned early on. So here, here, full disclosure. I mean, back in the day. And when I was in the military and right out of high school and I was young and stupid and didn't really know who I was or what I wanted to be. Um, when I got to Europe, I went through a phase where I was a very militant black man. Um, yeah. I was, uh, you know, the biggest compliment that I would get from my black friends was when they would tell me stuff like you're blacker than I am and so on. Which now I look back on that and I just, it's all cringeworthy. But I learned quickly that there were people I could use the word with and there were people that I could not. And I, you know, and I had to, I had to find that balance. At, at some point in time, I finally got to the point where I just said, bag it, it's, 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 it's too much of a, you know, trying to figure out where I can and where I can't. I mean, it's not that important. It's not something that for me needed to be, you know, dealt with in the fact that, you know, to continue to figure out where I couldn't, where I couldn't use it. I was just like, you know what? It's out. It's a, it's another one of those words. You know, then once I got saved, I mean, I quit using it before I got saved. Once I got saved, definitely would have been out. I mean, just because of the, the history and so on behind it, it never would have been something that I would use now as a, as a Christian who, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I slip up once in a while and use foul language from time to time. Um, very rarely intentionally, just recently I intentionally used with one specific person, uh, 
some horrible, and here's my confession. Um, but, I mean, here's the deal. I mean, the word isn't really necessary in any context. I don't think it's necessary in hip-hop. I don't think it's necessary um, from one black guy to another or anything like that. I mean, it's the same thing of, of the use of the of the, the B word, you know, I'll say it, bitch. Um, you know, one woman calling another woman a bitch and, you know, they're friends and they can do this. You know, they can call each other that. But, boy, if I ever, you know, stepped into to that fray, that would be, you know, not good. So, but it's come up in the news recently, uh, specifically I heard it, and then when I went back and started looking, I mean, this is something that has gone down multiple, multiple times over the last couple of years, is you get somebody who has used this word, and again, I'm not in any way defending anyone's use of this word. My opinion is, if you have the same complexion of me, that word should never even pass your lips. And I'll give you a context in which I do still continue to use it. So let me back up just a minute. Um, I've used the the hard ER word recently, um, and I use it a lot when I'm out doing uh, abortion ministry, uh, abortion clinics, uh, because I use it to convey the fact that this word and fetus essentially have the exact same purpose um and that's dehumanization you know when you take i mean our constitution at one point in time said that that black people were only three-fifths of a person and so on um you know we go through all the different history and and things um the dred scott case so much stuff that that has gone on in the history but this word, I mean, the only intention for this word, for a white person to be using it specifically in the direction of a, a, a person of color, is dehumanization. I mean, there are a lot of words that we can use that dehumanize. I mean, mf or any of these. I mean, they're really, they're insults with the intent of dehumanizing the person that we are uh, speaking about. And so I use that in the context of talking about the word fetus, which is a Latin word that means offspring, human offspring, baby. I mean, little one. This is what fetus means. It's literally a term that they can use to take away the humanity from an unborn child that is inside the womb. They can take away its humanity and make you feel better about killing it because, well, it's not a baby. It's a fetus. But nobody has a fetus shower. Nobody comes up to you at church and goes, "Oh, how's your fetus doing? Right? How are you doing with? How's the? How's the? How are you, mom? And how's the the fetus? Nobody uses that. The the specific intention. Oh, it's science. No, that's BS. It is used to take away the humanity from a baby that is 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 not yet born to take away the some of the guilt and the um what's the word i'm looking for the severity of killing that individual human being that is still yet inside its mother's womb and it's the same thing that was used the word nigger it was dehumanizing it was well you know it's it's different if you're you're whipping 
that as opposed to a human being. It was literally to take away the humanity from the person that you are applying that word to. I mean, apparently it comes from, I mean, any number of places where, where the, the term for black, I think, uh, um, like it's negro is Spanish for black or whatever. So, I mean, that terminology comes from the, the color, but it is a dehumanizing term. And so with that, I mean, especially with a hard ER, if you're going to use the word with a hard ER on it, then it is nothing more than dehumanization. There's no other uh, possible explanation and use of that word. I mean, when, you know, I mean, um, what was it? Tupac or somebody. Um, oh, I can't remember what they broke down the N-I-G-G-A and it was. Uh, never something getting goals accomplished, right? And so you could break it down into, and I've heard people talk about N-E-G-U-S, which is a, a terminology for like kings and stuff like that, where, you know, instead of N-I-G-G-A and so on. But the hard ER, there's nothing more than a dehumanization, and that word should be just wiped out, never used again. Go the way of the C word, um, which is is horribly disgusting in in the intention of it. Um, I mean, at least with with the c word, you can come up with like a dual meaning for it. You know, it can be an insult to a woman or a euphemism for a you know genitalia. You can't even do that with with n i g g e r. There's no other way that you can justify the use of that word. It is a a, a horrible insult. And it is dehumanizing, and it should never be used, ever. Now, I mean, you we can get into, and we will, when I get into, you know, talking a little bit about Kirk Kennedy, we'll talk about the usage of it, of black people among black people, and, and that. I mean, there are people on either side of that, and polarizing. I mean, to show my cards, I, I don't have a dog in the fight. So, I mean, you want to use it, you don't want to use it, that's on you. Um I did, I'm, I'm getting, a, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's talk about this. So recently in the news story comes out that a girl has applied to and been accepted as a cheerleader at, I think, University of Tennessee in Knoxville. And then some kid um, who is apparently uh, gay or something, I, I, the picture of him I saw was like trans or I don't know, maybe he, I did, I don't, who knows. But he apparently presented this video that she had made when she was like 15 years old to, um, to and, and she used the word, I don't know if it was in conjunction with a lyric or something. Apparently she was had got her learner's permit and so she did a, like a three second video saying, I can drive N-word, right? And it became a thing and it went around her school and there was no big deal. But now as she's going to this accepted into the university and going to be a cheerleader, somebody sends this to the admissions people and they're like, At, you're out. And they've rescinded her admission and her position on the cheerleading team and so on. And when you look back, apparently last year and early in 2020 or 2019, maybe it was um, a kid that had applied to Harvard who had done a video uh, got you know got his admissions to Harvard rescinded. Apparently, it happens quite a bit. What you say on social media is forever, young people. 
old people, it's there forever. You are going to have people who are looking at you for jobs, for college, for whatever. They're going to go look up your YouTube stuff or your Twitter or your Facebook. They're going to look at what you've got on there. And that stuff is forever. Even if the reality is, is even if you've gone back and, and destroyed it, uh, deleted it, whatever, somebody probably still has that somewhere. Somebody that is holding a grudge and that could be a little, you know, it's there. And it's there forever. Just recognize the fact that what you put out on the internet is there forever. Now, do I think these people should be getting their things that they did when they were young and stupid should cause them to, to not be able to attend a college of their choice? No. I think that's going a little bit too far. I mean, I would hate for some of the things I did. I mean, luckily for my stupid butt, I mean, the, the internet, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff didn't exist when I was young, stupid, and saying things I probably shouldn't say a whole lot of. Um, so, I mean, it's not there, but I would be horrified if the current job that I have decided I couldn't have the job because of something I said years ago. I mean, we've seen it. It's the cancel culture is what it is. And we've seen it with, you know, people like Louis Giglio or however you say his name, um, who was supposed to do something for the inauguration. It was a Trump or someone and was uninvited because of something that he preached on on homosexual issues years ago. And, I mean, I hope he still has the same stance on those things, but because it, it's, it's, it's a sin, right? But the reality is, is to take something away from somebody that they, because of what they did 20 years ago, as Christians once, I mean, and that's all I can come at. I can't, I can't address this from a liberal attitude or whatever because I'm not one of them. They should be able to figure this out on their own because it's going to come back and bite them in the butt, which for some of them it has. But as Christians, we are a, we are what we call a, a, a second chance, you know, especially if someone is repentant. Now, they may not be Christian or whatever, but I mean, if this girl is sorry for what she did and has tried to, to make it go away and tried to delete it and tried to repent of what she had done, well, then we give them that second chance and we trust them that they're not going to do it again. It would be a whole different thing if she walked into the admissions office and said to the, you know, the, the black secretary inside the, the admissions office, yo, what's up? My whatever, you know, it, that would be a different situation. And maybe in that situation, she would deserve. But for something that has happened years in the past, I mean, we saw it with the, the kid at, um, you know, the football game that put up a thing about uh, Venmo me uh, beer money. And he ended up raising millions of dollars and, and through Anheuser-Busch was going to donate this to like kids in children's hospitals. But then somebody found like a, a, a N-bomb dropped in his past somewhere along the way. And rather than go, okay, he was young and stupid back then. Now here's a guy that wants to give millions of dollars to this. Anheuser-Busch is like, no, nah, we're not going to, we're not, we're going to back up. And, and, you know, and it's just like, it's the ridiculousness of looking at something that somebody did years ago, not giving them even the opportunity to apologize for it, just you're out. That's, that is just plain dumb. But then we get other issues like what we, the other thing that has popped up in the news recently. Um, I, I'm, I don't know how Twisted T's stock has gone on this, but 
Um, I'm sure they're, they're getting a whole lot of publicity. Now, this is a kid. We're going to play this, and this is where the majority of the language comes in this video. We're going to watch this video. We're going to listen to it, and then we'll kind of talk about whether or not this kid deserved what he got. So, um, again, just a warning. If you got kids or something like that that might be listening, you may want to take them out. There's a whole lot of language, and there's a lot of violence in this video. So, here we go. Warnings have been given. Sufficient time has been given to remove young people from room. Let's let's go. Fuck my mama, nigga. Fuck my mama. Fuck your mama, nigga. Fuck your mama. You're gonna saying? pop up. I live on 400 Oxford Avenue, two blocks away. I'm a, I, and you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I'm gonna walk to you. I'm gonna walk right to my house for you, bro. Oh God, I'm not trying to disrespect you, bro. I'm not. I'm gonna say nigga all day, all every day. Are you kidding me? Where are you from? Where are you from? Where the fuck you from? Here, nigga. You from here? So often, my computer just decides it doesn't. Hey, me. Where are you from, nigga? Fuck my mama, nigga. Fuck my mama. Alright, well, I'm not gonna. Okay, so if you haven't seen the video, so this kid continues to, to say this stuff to this black guy and ends up getting smacked in the face with a can of twisted tea. Um, and, you know, I mean, from floor to face and he goes down and then he gets punched a few more times and and the the black guy in the video is punching him saying call me another call me another right and so this kid is like just hammered i mean one he's drunk he's just being stupid but here's an here's a completely different situation than the one with what we're dealing with people losing their college applications because of something they did years ago here's somebody that is in your face that is dropping this bomb no regards and you know and just other all kinds of other stupid stuff i mean just and so the the question came back and i saw this pop up a lot in in Facebook is, is this video was being shared and then all the memes that have come out about Twisted Tea have been shared and so on um, of whether or not we as Christians should even endorse this kind of thing. Um, I don't know if the if the black guy in the video was a Christian or not. I'm certainly hoping that the kid did not claim to be Christian in, in any way um, and acting the, the way that he was. But, you know, we, we have, it's the whole turn the other cheek kind of thing. I, I mean, again, I can't address this from any other position than the white guy that I am. Um, I would want, I mean, if somebody was insulting me in that way, I mean, it, it, and here's the deal. I don't think as white people, we have a word that, I mean, we can be called cracker and honky and what, and, and none of those things are like that have so much evil ingrained in the word as does the N-word. So I don't know that, that I can, I don't have anything that I can even compare somebody calling me 
I mean, I think I think if you're Jewish and you know you can you have slurs that were used for Jews in the past that maybe have this fall in a similar category. I don't think there's anything you can call me as a white guy that has that much hatred wrapped up in it. So again, I'm I'm in a place where I'm like I can't I don't I don't fault this guy. I I think the kid deserved to get smacked with whatever it was he got smacked with. Twisted tea can plus fist. I think he deserved every bit of what he got because of the just the anger. Now if this guy was a Christian, maybe I would hope he would be able to turn the other cheek and just walk away. But who knows? I mean, I'm not in that position. I'm not in that situation. So Again, I mean, the kid should have never said it and never put the black guy in a position to have to make that decision. So, but I mean, it just, it is just crazy, ridiculous um, what this kid did. And then, you know, again, the memes just went nuts, twisted tea everywhere. So they're getting a whole lot of free publicity out of this. And, you know, it is what it is. But so then I, I kind of want to talk about because Kurt Kennedy, who is one of my He's my, he's in my top five, easily in my top five favorite rappers. Um, love the podcast. Love this dude. He's a pastor. He is a rapper. He is a podcaster. Um, huge influence on me. Um, I, I appreciate everything this guy does. Um, he uses the N word a bit in, in some of his music. And I, I have to admit, I mean, I will cringe a little bit when I hear it now. I mean, Back in the day, it didn't bother me at all. And I would, if I was, you know, the poor girl that, that you saw in the video go up on stage and as she's singing with the whoever, I don't know who it was, and then she drops a bomb and everyone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, well, you got me up here singing your lyrics. You know, when I was driving in my car and I was, you know, Ice Cube, Tupac, X-Clan, um, Public Enemy, any of those things that I was listening to, if it came up, I said it. I didn't care who was in the car with me. I don't care. You know, I I dropped it as I was if I, as I if I was flowing with you, I was flowing with you. Every word came out. So, and actually now on this this last in this album, and I'm going to play a clip of the song from for you on this his latest album, Reporting Live. He has a song, and it's called N I G G, and then in parentheses E R parentheses A, and it's kind of this this. Uh, history of the word and it's kind of working its way backwards uh just kind of the usage of the word and so on it's an amazing song um i mean and you should go buy the album you can't stream it you gotta buy it so i'm gonna do my unsolicited thing and i'm gonna jump up on my soapbox and say go buy this album um, but i'm gonna play a little clip of this song for you real quick so you could just Get a little piece of what Kirk Kennedy has, and then we'll we'll discuss it a little bit. But here it is. Son of a gun, son of a shed crop of me. Then I was raised in the field to pick and pop your Kirk, the lead pasta whose background is boop 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 boop. That sound, neighborhood mobster. 
dollar. It'll cost you. Christ on the cross of the opera. The fat lady sings at a pause at the altar. The cries of my pain got me feeling the salter. But bands in my hand like I grew up with lobsters. Trap between my ancestry that appalls us. The rage of the streets and the gospel that calls us. The pain in this beat that is singing to all us. From nigga hard ER to the A that we call us. Conflicted. Nowadays niggas pull triggers like Martin King wasn't offering something bigger. My ancestor slaves would probably roll over in the grave at the progress we should have made. You call me, you call me, I know you call me. Uh, I've called you, I've called you, you know I've called you. Uh, I've called you, I've called you, and I know you call me. Uh, and you call me, and you call me, and we both do it in our hearts. Son of a slave, some of the black struggle for pieces. Too many pieces for that puzzle. As blacks muzzle, but they never muzzle them dogs that bite off with more than they can chew. But we fight on. We walking in the light, blood is right on. And daddy-o was killed on the patio by whites. Now his life's gone. We might mourn, but later for that. He died for what's good for blacks. Plus they back and ready to attack. So we strapped like a couple of belts that hold trousers. They killed Mega and Malcolm. Now Martin is our rouser. A straight up nigga that stands up to them crackers. But sometimes his methods are backwards. They attack us with knives. And they cut like we're yelling our actors But the scene here is bloodstream Where fear is a factor And they bombing our churches and homes I've seen them take a good young black man And turn this heart to stone I hate whitey And mama hates when we say nigga She go to church and says The hurt is why I live like a sinner And Papa Petey's rolling over in his grave Cause we're using a word They created for the slaves But she don't understand Niggas not capitulating It's describing the brothers That ain't assimilating To the man standards of living That man handle our children's to slavery Hoping one day they'll see our bravery So we both do it in our hearts, right? And that's what it comes down to. The bottom line, I mean, if we're going to look at this from a Christian worldview, from a Christian point of view, it comes down to where is our heart in any of these things? Where is our heart? When I go out and I stand on the street and I, I am preaching in front of a, an abortion clinic and I'm using the, the term to compare it to the word fetus, there's no, there's no hatred. There's no, it, I'm literally using it as, as an example of something that is horrible, just as the word fetus used in the, meaning, the manner that it is and the heart that it is is horrible and so where are we in our hearts where are we in our hearts with this you know i mean if you're and and again this comes down to a conscience issue it really does i think it's a whether or not you can listen to it in hip-hop music um even in christian hip-hop music you know i mean there's a few a few guys out there that will use this in their um in their music in christian hip-hop a seven for one i know um I don't know if, if gospel gangsters, I can't remember if it, it, it's come up in any gospel gangster songs, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. Kurt Kennedy has used it. Um, you know, I mean, there's a few guys that have used this terminology in Christian hip hop and the way that it is used. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't bother me. I know that it does bother some people and it really comes down to where are you in your heart? You know, Where's your heart in the usage of this word? I mean, again, I'm going to come into a place where I'm going to say no white person should ever, ever say this word. 
just because because of the history that it has do i am i mad at my black brothers who who get to use i mean get to use it um as if it's like a privilege that they have that i don't i mean no it's it's a, a usage of a terminology that they have adopted in a way that they can make it a term of endearment from one to another essentially where it it never will come off that way for me they may and i mean i had friends that i back in the day that i used it with and they saw me just like anybody else that they called that and, but then when i tried to use it with other guys that i didn't know as well they were like yo where what what right and so again that's where i had to come to a point where i'm like you know what i'm just out and i have had people call me that in the past you know and and okay great if that's the term you want to use for me because i know where your attitude is when you're coming at me with it right but I, i can't reciprocate because there could be difference in it so um you know again i don't know what the whole purpose of this episode was other than to go man this is coming up and we've got to kind of look at this with a broad don't be taking away people's futures for something that they did five ten fifteen years ago but man be smart with your social media don't put that stuff out there to where it can come back and haunt you and man don't get in some black dude's face and start dropping that word and not think you're not going to get cracked by a can of twisted tea and not think you don't deserve it and and that's that's kind of the bottom line i mean because that's where the controversy has been you know, I mean, I've seen the same people that are like, well, this kid shouldn't have been hit with the twisted T. But the same people who are like, they shouldn't have been hit were like, oh, yeah, it's it's right that this girl who used this five years ago in a video, a three second video because she was stupid. It's right that she shouldn't be able to go to college. See that the, it's consistency. Dwayne Atkinson had a great shirt on today and I need to. I need to I need to look him up and find out where he got it because I need that shirt. It says, "If you want respect, you got to stay consistent." Something to that effect. I probably butchered it, but that's what we need to do, especially as Christians. We have to have a consistency in our worldview, where we can we can remain consistent. And I mean that goes into everything. It goes into politics and so on. I mean, if you're going to tell somebody that they they should be excommunicated from the church because they voted Democrat, then those same people who voted Trump should be excommunicated, too, because he backs a whole lot of sinful stuff, too. He's not 100 percent pro-life. He is pro-choice in, in, in places. He is pro-LGBT. Um, he's, he's not for, uh, you know, traditional Christian marriage. So, I mean, the same issues. If you're going to excommunicate one group, you got to excommunicate the other group. Or you can go, okay, maybe we can find, I can't see how anybody can vote Democrat as a Christian um, because of their platform, but who am I to, to say you can't be part of the church, especially when I can't see how anyone can vote Trump and be a Christian because I didn't, but I can't excommunicate them either. So it's, it's all about consistency and where you stand in your worldview and where you are in your heart. And a lot of that is going to come from and I know people hate to hear it, but it truly comes from this word is going to go away. This controversial, you know, hatred and racism and stuff will not go away until the hearts of people are changed. And that comes from preaching the gospel. 
and we have to preach the gospel at all times, and we have to use words because they're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.